Find out the latest sports news happening in Gallatin, Hendersonville, Portland, and the best, the rest of Sumner County with Zach Womble each week on Sumner County Sports Podcast. Baseball, softball, tennis, track and field, and more. Zach gets you up to date with the latest in local sports news all across Sumner County. It's the Sumner County Sports Podcast dropping every uh, Wednesday at 1 now. I believe that's the, uh, the latest. Uh, Wednesday at 1 on Main Street uh, Media Social Platforms, the same platforms and outlets that you're seeing right here. Uh, it's the Sumner County Sports Podcast with Zach Womble weekly from Main Street Media. Back to the Sundrop Kid across the room. Chris Yao is, um, you see a picture of Zach there, so. What's up? We'll, we'll uh, Not just a picture of Zach, now we have what? a video of Zach. Look at there. Yeah, well. Look at that guy. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get to him, I guess, here in just a moment, so yeah. He's looking pretty today. Yeah. Looking pretty today. It's a <laughs> solid day for Zach Womble. Solid day. Solid day. Yeah, I mean, look, we got, we got some interesting takes from the Titans quarterback today, some, mm. some thoughts. And so, you know, it's not exactly what I wanted to talk to Zach about, but I mean, it, it there's no way we're not talking about it. So might as well bring him in and ask him, uh, Zach Womble of main street preps, Zach, what's going on, man? Zach, you want to unmute your mic there so we can hear you. There we go. Sorry. I, yeah. thought, I, thought, JP, I thought, you know, I thought JP was taking care of that. I didn't realize it was on my end. My, my, my apologies. <laughs> you good. You good. Blame, blame it on, blame it on JP. Oh, uh, wow. I, <laughs> I am doing well. I've had my head buried in, uh, completing these, uh, these new newspaper budgets for this week. So, uh, maybe, maybe out of loop a little bit, you guys are talking about Tannehill fill me in on, uh, on what was said. I, uh, well, <laughs> the only thing that was really said that I guess makes any headway is that it's not his job to mentor Malik mentor. Willis. Is that is that what he said? It's not my job, and if he learns something, that'd be good. Yeah, I mean, do you blame him? I mean, isn't isn't well, that kind of what? Say, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sure, this guy can come in and take my job. Yeah, no problem. I'd be sure to to set him up nicely. I mean. Wasn't that the same thing that Brett Favre said about Aaron Rodgers or or, or a lot of quarterbacks? Um, you know, I don't blame Tannehill at all for saying that because he's right. It's not his job to mentor him. His job is to go out and win meaningful football games. And as we all know, uh, he's done that during the regular season, but uh, has failed to accomplish those things in the postseason. You know, and I think you, you immediately say, well, what about 2019? And it's like, well, you can probably look at Derrick Henry as the big reason that that they were able to make that run. But back to the previous point, uh, you know, for all the things that negative I got to say about Tannehill, I, I don't have any problem with with his comments or remarks uh, regarding Malik Willis today. I don't. I don't have any problems with. That. I do think that maybe you just maybe you don't have to say it that way. But he's also probably a little perturbed. How else would you answer that, Chris? I, I, I mean. I'm sure he was asked directly, you know, are you, are you going to help coach him up, I suppose? I mean, he he was led down the path of making that comment, right? I don't know what the question exactly yeah. was, but it probably was, you know, and there's a way to to skirt that question, but he's not a politician, he's a quarterback. He's a so quarterback. Maybe you just Well, we don't know the tone with which he said we it don't either. either. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying I think it's yeah. interesting. Um that being said, he was he seemed perturbed that he was not told about either AJ Brown's trade or 
the Malik Willis move. And I'm curious if Zach has a thought about AJ Brown. I know. Well, <laughs> Zach, do you, do you feel like that, that hits too close to home? Didn't it, Zach? A little bit. Do you feel like John Robinson is trying to ice out? Oh, wow. Uh, Captain chaos over here, Ryan Tannehill, or is it just, it's not, not only is it not his job to, <laughs> to, to, to mentor Malik Willis, it's not his job to worry about what moves John Robinson's making. Yeah, I mean, to take a page out of Tannehill's book, it's 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 not John Robinson's job to tell him uh, whether or not he's drafted a quarterback, or it's not his job to tell him whether or not he's getting rid of the best wide receiver in franchise history. Um, you know, Ryan Tannehill should be worried about one thing and one thing only, and that's not choking under pressure when the playoffs come to town, um, to which he has failed to do. But you know, I think Tannehill needs to spend more time worried about his craft and less time worrying about uh, who John Robinson is bringing in uh, with the draft. Now, you know, I wonder how fluid that A.J. Brown situation was, uh, how quickly they knew that they were going to have to trade him and get rid of him. Um, and so is it a, is it a one of those things where it's like, you know, Ryan Tannehill's not in the state of Tennessee, so, um, you know, John Robinson doesn't have immediate access to him. You know, he, don't, he doesn't have time to make a phone call or send a text message or anything like that. So maybe if Ryan Tannehill was in the building for, for voluntary OTAs, maybe it's a little bit easier conversation to have. Um, <laughs> but, it, you know. That's interesting, Zach. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to, to ask about that because there was news not too long ago. And I didn't make a whole lot about it. I was, you know, maybe a little disappointed. I guess you always want your quarterback to be around, but he was not participating in voluntary. Now, is anything really voluntary? I guess it is. But, you know, what does that say about your quarterback? And so that's interesting. If he was in the you building, know, maybe maybe he would have been. Yeah, maybe he would have, he would have known. <laughs> um, but you know what? I'll say this about voluntary OTA. Like, how much better is Ryan Tannehill going to get from voluntary OTAs? You know, so I don't know if there's any any progression to be made. I think Ryan Tannehill is who Ryan Tannehill is at, at this point in his career, regardless of whether or not he is participating in regular season OT or excuse me, in voluntary OTAs. Now you can obviously go with the whole leadership. You're the quarterback. Mm -hmm. It's a different, it's a different animal when you play that position in, in, you know, I can hear that argument, but as far as like for the people who say, you know, you gotta, you gotta get in and you gotta get better. You gotta make up for those three interceptions that you threw against the Bengals and handed that loss away. I don't know how much better Ryan Tannehill is getting from voluntary OTAs as far as his play on the field. Now, could you make the argument like it looks good for a leadership standpoint to yeah. be there? Sure. I, I can most definitely understand that that side of the argument. I think you can make the argument, guys, too, that now after the A.J. Brown trade, he needs to be in. You'd want to come in and get as much work with Trayvon Burks as possible, right? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, you want to get that 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 time in and that timing underway. And you know, let's not forget about our guy Mason Kenny. Got to get some reps to that to that guy as well. Uh, but yeah, you know, I think you want to get him in as soon as possible. His his sponsored tweet that went out <laughs> could not have come out at at a, at a at a worse time. You know, I, I made the joke that he was fishing on Old Hickory Lake. Obviously, he was not in the state of Tennessee because Old Hickory Lake does not look that beautiful uh this time of year or any time of the year i, I might add but <laughs> um speak from experience you know, sir yeah I, optically you know that's like i'm not getting in you know well you know i say that and i'm ruining any kind of sponsorship that maybe the we that the parks department or anything like that could have with us but um 
but yeah, I mean, you want to get him in as soon as possible. Uh, talking about Ryan Tannehill, just so he can start working on the timing with his guys and and hopefully try to get that bad taste of of losing uh, out of his mouth. So you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see when he comes in, but um, you know, just gotta. It's th- regardless of when he comes in, this is this is the year for Ryan Tannehill. I think not only does drafting Malik Willis put that on the wall that you know it's either put up or shut up this year because next year they've got the ability to get out of his contract um and i think drafting willis is, is just the opportunity to tell him like hey either either it's this season he's either make a break for you either either do something in the postseason or we're moving on from you and so um drafting malik willis is is exactly what that says to me you surprised that malik willis was the pick I mean, his I'm surprised as far as Malik, his style of play. I'm surprised that Malik Willis was that far. What what did he go? 86. I mean, yeah. he was projected as a top 20 guy, mm-hmm. right? I mean, as with, high as with, two. Yeah, I mean, he was a first round guy projection, regardless of of which pick. So to see him there in the third round at at 86, I thought maybe he might get taken in the second round uh, when they when they had traded up um, to get uh, was it uh, McCreary? Roger McCreary mm-hmm. um, out of Auburn. I thought maybe that was the pick then, but to see Malik, Malik Willis drop all the way down to 86 was a huge surprise to me. So I think value-wise, you have to take him there, right? I mean, just because he was he was so highly projected, and you know, to see him sitting there, that's like you know, that's like having you know in your fantasy draft having you know Derrick Henry drop to the second round. You're, you know, <laughs> you might not need a running back, but you're taking him just because of value purposes alone. So. Um, no, I don't. I'm not surprised at the pick. I'm just surprised that he dropped that far. Gotcha. Um, speaking of getting bad tastes of defeat out of your mouth, <laughs> Tennessee baseball <laughs> after dropping that Saturday game and Tony V tossing the bat back to the uh, Auburn dugout, you know, very nicely returning that. To, they shouldn't to, have placed to, it in his dugout. To their dugout, I thought. I thought he. I thought he. You know, tossed it just the same as it was tossed to him. He just tossed it back, right? That's right. Yeah, just just giving it back, just returning it to their home. What's the old uh, quote in Happy Gilmore yeah, when he throws the rake into the woods? Just I'm just returning it back to where it came from. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I mean, uh, I tell you what, Vol baseball never fails to make a headline, do they? I mean, they are the. If you root for them, if you like them. Uh, like I do, you love them. You love the antics. You love the swagger that they play with. If you're a guy like like JP over here, that's a Vanderbilt <laughs> apologist. You hate them, and they, you know, you just think they're a bunch of cheaters, and they're they're bad for the sport of baseball, and that Tony V is is a, he crosses the line one kick too out. many times. Kick him out. out. Kick him out of the league. Yeah, banned you know from what? the SEC. Come on. I think I think that's I think that's what you I think that's when you're a team or a coach that's mm-hmm. what you strive for either either you're with us or you're against us there's no in the middle and I think that's what I love so much about Tony V is he makes no apology he makes no bones about it either you like the University of Tennessee or you don't like the University of Tennessee and if you don't like us I'll keep giving you reasons not to like us so <laughs> and if if you're on the fence yeah. <laughs> we're going to make it easy a decision yeah. for yeah, you <laughs> exactly you know they have they've been talked about as maybe the best college baseball team of all time and and uh, that by, alone by will whom? Get you. dude by, listen the pitching staff the me oh, the pitching on. staff alone makes them puts them in the conversation period listen right. I, yeah they they, they know, do period. have an historic start 
Histor- well, yes. Start. The it's, season's almost it's, over, JP. <laughs> it's, it, it's like the NFL draft, grading the drafts. Can you really, truly grind down on the value of what you did until two or three years later? We got to wait until see what Tennessee does. If they win the World Series and continue on this path, absolutely one of the best teams of all time. But if they don't win the World Series, sure. I don't know how you can say that. So I, I still think you can still say that. they're trending in this direction. I'll give you that. I, I'll I think you, you could still, even if they don't win the World Series, yeah. and I think we could we could all agree that the season is made up into three seasons or That's two right. seasons, really. Regular season and postseason play. And I think no matter what they do come postseason, I still don't if they finish the season 44 and three or whatever it may be, I still think you have to acknowledge the greatness of what that was through through nearly no 50 games. No question. Now, now that could also be used against them That's right. if they don't perform in the postseason, mm-hmm. if they don't win an SEC yeah, championship, Ron if Tannehill. they don't win, yeah, if they don't make it to Omaha, I think you use that against them. Is that is that my bill to uh, no? That's to that's wrap a, it up. That's a daily dinger. That, gotcha. That, yeah. it goes in so, goes in the post game. Uh, I, I, I think it goes. I think it goes both <laughs> ways. Um, you know, I think you can use it against them, and you use it for them, uh, regard or depending on what happens come postseason play. Zach, tell us what to expect on the Sumner County Podcast tomorrow. We got a lot of good stuff coming at your way. We've got District 10-4A softball champ Ken Crook joining the show. We've got spring football action. The biggest recruit in Sumner County, Kenny Minchie, just recently committed his talents to the University of Pittsburgh. So a lot to get into, our players of the week and more. So make sure you're tuning in to Main Street Preps at 1 o'clock to hear the latest from all of Sumner County action. Zach Womble, Main Street Preps, at Zach Womble MSP on Twitter. Go follow him. Zach, we appreciate it, man. Yeah, check out those A.J. Brown tweets, baby. Hey, (laughs) tweet through it. Tweet through it. That's right. That's right. I'm with you. Thanks, guys. See ya. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to talk about – we're going to finish the conversation we barely started yesterday, the dark side of the transfer portal and NIL. So, Stick around. Back after this.